When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To unwinding. I'm so excited to be here with you today. It's just us, a little solo moment this week. I asked you guys on Monday, today is Wednesday, I asked you guys on Monday on my stories what you needed, what you were struggling with, what you needed to be reminded of. So let's get into it. I'm going to get into as many as I can, but I will say so many of the entries were about just the holidays and the holiday season and navigating that. So I think I'm going to try to spend a a bit more time on that. We'll see what happens. Okay, let's get into it. Also, life update wise, I feel like we need a whole new episode for that. Your girl had a wild ass weekend. I've been hungover for what feels like three days. Our Basel, I can never fucking say it correctly. Our Basel 100, Lisa, zero. I vlogged my weekend. It's on TikTok, so go enjoy that. Um, Yeah, okay, we'll do another life update. I want to get into this now. I'm going to start with a few random ones that I just want to get to, and then we will get into all the holiday ones at the end, okay? So first up, somebody said, I found a great guy, but then he rejected me by saying he's busy and can't give me his time right now. Do I wait or no? Okay, what I want to say about this is, I mean, short answer, no, I wouldn't wait if I were you. And if you were my friend, I would tell you the same thing. So I think it's just important to remember that we're all busy and we don't necessarily have the time to spend on all of the things that we want to do, but that's where we make time, right? And I think it's also important when somebody tells you, when a man tells you that he's too busy for you right now, believe him okay believe him and walk away i don't care how great you think he is i don't want you to put your life on pause and wait for someone to decide that they have enough time or that can they can make time to spend with you that's just not what we're gonna do okay absolutely not people make time for the things that they want it's a harsh reality but flip it on its head right like if you are interested in somebody would you say that to them? Like if you were really interested in somebody and you didn't want to miss out on the chance to get to know them, would you ever say something like that? Probably not, right? So it sucks to hear, but he's not your guy and that's okay. I know it stings. It stings for a sec, but we're not going to do that. We're not waiting. Thank you. Somebody said, remind me that it's okay to feel lost even after graduating college. I feel like this could be an entire episode in and of itself. I feel like we've been fed this narrative that we're supposed to go to college, have the best four years of our life, which by the way, isn't that weird? Like when people say that to you, like, like you're about to have the best four years of your life. The fuck you mean? So after this, it's like downhill. Like what? College was fun as fuck. Don't get me wrong, but I would not say it was the best four years of my life. I wouldn't say that, you know? Anyway, I feel like a huge cultural norm is that, you know, obviously depending on where you grew up and your family and everything, but I think it's safe to say a huge cultural norm is you go to college, you major in something that you love and you're passionate about, you get a job, 
you get into potential corporate America. You work, 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 work. If you're a woman, you get married at some point. You leave your job. You have babies because you can only pick one, right? Wrong. Um, you know where I'm going with this. And I know that what I'm saying to you is like a very, very traditional, conservative way of living that a lot of people still like. And I think that's great. But I think we've also identified how this does not have to be the norm for everybody. My point with this is, why is post-college the marker for when you're not allowed to feel lost like let's start there who said that right after college somehow suddenly that was going to make everything make sense because if anything i don't think we talk enough about how after college it's fucking crazy out there because you're like put into the real world for the first time all of the friends that you've just spent the last four years making who now feel like family are sprinkled all over the the united states and the world everybody's starting new lives everybody's moving you're going into a job that you're probably not gonna love like it's it's fucking weird honestly you're starting to make money like real money maybe for the first time unless you worked in college like it's a crazy transitional period and i think with transitions and with change it's worth noting that you're gonna feel confused you're gonna feel confused even when there's not change so i just yeah i don't know i think I felt lost in so many ways until my late 20s and I still feel fucking lost all the time. So I want you to take the pressure off yourself to feel like you have to have every single aspect of your life on track and figured out just because you graduated college. You know, like I think most of us feel lost right after college. That year after graduating, like I was mentioning, that year for me was weird as fuck. Like all my friends were moving to different places. Some of them were getting jobs, some weren't. I didn't know what city I wanted to live in. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I knew I didn't want to like go into working in corporate America. I did not want to work for somebody, period. I didn't want to work in a cubicle. I didn't want to clock in somewhere nine to five. I didn't want to live in Costa Rica, but I also wanted to be with my mom. I didn't know. Oh my God, it was a disaster, you know? But anyway, this isn't about me. I just want you to remind yourself that it's okay to feel uncertain. And this probably won't be the last time that you're living in a space of uncertainty. You know, so instead of feeling bad about not exactly knowing what's coming next, we can also look at it as an exciting time. It's honestly exciting that you don't know what's coming necessarily or where you're going to end up. And that is also okay. Like permission to not fucking know what's going to happen. I just want you to be gentle with yourself while you figure things out. But also remind you that we never really have every single thing figured out. So the sooner you take that pressure off yourself, I think the sooner you're just going to feel a whole lot happier. Nobody has it all figured out, even when you think they do. Okay, so own the moment you're in right now. Own the season of life you're in right now. Own the fact that you don't know what's next. How fucking exciting. In a few days, weeks, months, I don't know how long, you will be in the next chapter of your life and then you're going to ride that wave and then maybe in a few years later, you're going to feel lost again. Like people start over all the time. There's no age limit on starting over. So take this pressure off yourself. It doesn't matter what somebody else is doing. It doesn't matter if you feel like your friends have it all figured out. That's none of your business really you know, because it it really, it has nothing to do with you. So if you're in a season of change, comparison's got to go as well, because that's not going to do shit for you, okay? So permission to feel as lost as possible, be excited about the unknown, and also be compassionate with yourself as you navigate this season of change. Okay, next one. Please remind me I can be a sad bitch and a bad bitch at the same time. 
This could also be a whole ass episode. Actually, let me make this a whole ass episode. I'm gonna write this down because I love this topic. But for now, reminder that we are multifaceted bitches and that means we have a million and one emotions happening at once, okay? There's a quote that has gone around Pinterest that I love and it says something like, I feel like I'm healing, hurting, and happy all at the same time, something like that. I love this quote because I just really identify. I think it's so true. I think expecting yourself to be static in a certain emotion or season is so unrealistic. I think multiple things can be true at once. You know, I think I'm a bad bitch every day, but some days I'm more like of an anxious queen than a bad bitch, but I'm still bad, you know? I think like bad bitches can get sad too. Let yourself feel whatever you need to feel. It's cool to care. I think we also get wrapped up in this like not wanting to show emotions, like not wanting to show that we have emotions, putting on a front. It's like the person that cares the least wins kind of thing. I honestly fall into this only really with dating, um, I would say, because I would rather lay in the street than let a man know that I care about him. But like, why? Why is that so bad? Like, why can I not care? You know, like, I want you to care. I want you to care about me. So why can't I care about you? Anyway, that's for therapy. I just want you to allow yourself to feel everything you need to feel right now. Going through something, navigating a moment of sadness, all of these things, like, it doesn't take away from all the other incredible qualities that you possess. It truly just makes you human. And you letting yourself feel all these things, that's the baddest fucking thing you can do you know, because we are self-aware queens and we let ourselves feel what we have to feel. And we also know that so many things can happen at the same time. So many emotions can be true at once. And we also know that feelings and emotions are visitors. By us recognizing them and acknowledging them and letting them have a moment, that's us taking care of our emotions and ourselves. You know, that's us honestly in a way like filling up our cup and not ignoring what we're feeling. And so to me, that's a bad bitch. I don't know about you. That's a bad bitch to me. I'm going to get into the holiday ones now because I don't want this episode to be hella long, okay? So let's kick it off with navigating the holidays when you don't have an ideal family. That's exactly what somebody said to me. There is so much I want to say about this, but I want to start by saying I think the media has really damaged our perception of I mean, arguably everything, but the holidays in particular. I think the holidays are a beautiful time, right? I mean, listen to what the fucking songs say. It's it's the most wonderful time of the year. Like we're literally surrounded with this verbiage that is it's quite literally telling us that this is the most precious time of the entire year. Therefore, I feel like when ours doesn't look as precious for a list of reasons, we feel disappointed we feel inadequate right i think two of the main issues we might face with the holiday season are truly comparison and expectation we compare our family dynamics our traditions our home our celebrations our presence our relationships our situation the list goes on we compare all these things to what we see in movies what we've grown up seeing in movies what we see online everywhere what we see our friends doing and it's so damaging because you know we ultimately don't really know what is happening behind closed doors and quite frankly that doesn't matter somebody else's situation or whoever you're comparing to that has nothing to do with you and you will drive yourself crazy if you continue to sit and think about how your family doesn't look like your best friend's family 
you know and i just also want to empathize with this person because i've been there so many times i remember growing up i've grown up with a really small family okay it was always my parents my sister and i and i was never close with my sister so i mean i was close with my parents so the dynamic already felt like i don't want to say off but it it already felt different to me in my eyes my family was different than my friends okay or at least what i thought right what i thought i knew it was different to what i'd see in movies i remember watching all these holiday movies and just thinking like oh my god like i would die for a big family like this like i just i want all these siblings and all these like huge holiday parties and the snow outside i still really want snow i would love a white christmas i really would love that one day um anyway so my my situation didn't look like that and i would have these thoughts and i would watch these movies and it would make me sad you know like it really would because i was comparing because i thought everybody else had this perfect fucking home alone family right this situation you know growing up i had beautiful holidays like my parents made it so special for me my parents were incredible i mean my mom is still incredible but my parents were i just like i i feel so lucky to have had like the upbringing that i did you know and i now it pains me to think that i would sit around and be comparative instead of be present and realize how precious those moments actually were and how the little traditions that i did have with my parents even though they didn't look like everyone else's or what i was watching on tv they were still so special you know i mean that's that's literally what makes a tradition special is the fact that it's like within your family and for some reason it's become a regular occurrence right it doesn't have to make sense to anybody else that's what makes it special fast forward to then losing my dad and going through christmas the first year without him it fucking sucked <laughs> i think i think the firsts after a major loss in your life they all suck no matter what the firsts the seconds and the thirds i think are just brutal okay it was it was truly so sad it was just my mom and i that day and we cried all day like i will never forget that christmas because it was fucking brutal and then every year i got a little better and now i would say up to not last year but the year before then i still remember catching myself being like wow i really wish i had this beautiful big family i wish i had all these big beautiful traditions i wish my dad were still here was still here you know the list goes on well i also wished for other things that how do i say it i wished that some things in my family weren't the way they are let's just say it that way and i think last year i just kind of realized this moment is so much more precious than i realize than i think you know and i have a choice i have a choice of how i'm going to approach this holiday season i have a choice of how i'm going to think about this holiday season i can sit and think about how i'd wish a hundred things were different or i can sit and think about what's in front of me and look at the blessings in what is in front of me and i can remind myself that it's okay if my holiday season looks different to whoever i'm looking at on instagram on tiktok on youtube in the hallmark movies it's okay because the truth is i don't really know what happens in their families i don't really know what is going on that they're not showing i do know that people tend to show the happiest brightest moments therefore that thing that we're all like yearning for that holiday moment that perfect family whatever it is that thing that you're yearning for it doesn't really exist like even the most quote-unquote perfect families or like you said quote-unquote ideal families whatever that means to you because subjective right even they are gonna have their shit so those things that we're yearning for might not even be real i think we're all dealt different cards in life and the biggest gift we can give ourselves is to 
go into these holiday moments intentionally not comparatively and with no expectations look at it for what it is it's a moment to be with your family it's a very temporary moment only happens you know once or twice a year and one day you might wish you had this moment and nobody's family is perfect okay nobody has an ideal family watch what you're consuming online because maybe it's only going to amplify these feelings of lack and comparison that you're having i always think this during the holidays i'm very mindful of how much or whose content i'm watching because it just might not help you know so i also want to say one thing and it's you know I think sometimes we expect something from a situation and then we're surprised when what we already know is going to happen, happens. Like, that's kind of where I was at last year. I don't really want to go into detail with my holiday situation or family because it involves other people. You guys have heard me talk about it a little bit. And it's challenging. It really is. Last year, I kind of decided to stop being surprised by things that are not surprising. You know, I stopped expe- expecting things to happen that I know are just not going to happen. And I reminded myself that even if I feel anxious, even if I feel down, even if something goes wrong, I've been here once. I did it last year. I can do it again. You know, so I think that's my kind of nebulous way of saying keep your expectations low um, if you have a complicated situation and just don't put these like unrealistic expectations on christmas day or christmas eve or whatever holiday you are celebrating don't put these crazy expectations and don't be surprised when things that you know could potentially happen happen or when something that could potentially go wrong goes wrong or whatever it is i'm trying to be very vague because i don't know everybody's situation right so that's just something that i try to do just adjust my expectations and it's helped and the last thing i will say here is just choose to look at what you have and not what you don't I know it's so much easier sometimes to just think about the things that we want that we don't have, but try to choose to look at what you can be grateful for instead of all the things that you want and you don't have because it'll just make it a little more blissful for you and not to be like toxically positive, but there's always somebody out there wishing for the things that you have, you know, and that just gives me like perspective sometimes, which I really love to have perspective in my life. Okay, next one, I'm going to combine just a few of these because i got a bunch of like just self-care during the holidays and being overwhelmed saying no boundaries feeling overwhelmed with all the things that are happening so let's kind of just pretend that is a question and i'm going to get into it so in terms of self-care and being overwhelmed and dedicating time to everything and everyone but yourself i would recommend a healthy mix of boundaries right like knowing how much you can output while still being a great beautiful version of yourself and also giving yourself permission to say no to something if you won't be showing up as your best right but then also there's like a caveat here because because it's a holidays maybe you're home and it's one of the maybe the only time of year where you have the opportunity to see a bunch of people or friends that you don't usually get to see and maybe that means you overextend yourself a little bit i also think that can be okay sometimes i think it's just knowing how much you can overextend before you will fully drain yourself you know so being very in tune with yourself with your capabilities your limitations your social battery and knowing what situations and 
who will drain you more than others right i think it's also important to remember like it's a temporary season it's a temporary moment remind yourself that this is temporary and it always helps me just when i'm in a moment of chaos or just a pace that's much more rapid than i'm used to i remind myself like okay things are crazy right now i'm hella fucking busy i need to be really really social these next like two weeks or whatever but like after that things will calm down and even if i'm slightly lying to myself i just say that because i might need to hear it in that moment in terms of self-care i would really encourage you to stick to your non-negotiables as much as possible and that'll look different for everybody right and maybe it's not your traditional list of non-negotiables that you have when you're like on your shit on your normal routine maybe it's just one maybe it's just one non-negotiable that you know helps fill your cup right so for example when i go home depending on what is going on i tend to be a little more anxious right so i know what i need i know that i need at least like 20 to 30 minutes alone in the morning i need an uplifting podcast i need to journal i need these things to get my mind right you know when i'm in miami there's about 10 other things that i usually do in the mornings but they're not like necessarily needs so think about what makes you feel the best and give yourself the space and the time to do that thing or those things even if it's on a smaller scale it's okay i like to bring my routine and my non-negotiables honestly wherever i go do you guys remember when i went to nashville on a girl's trip a little bit ago and i remember on friday i think it was we all woke up hella hungover and i knew i woke up that day and i was like fuck like my social battery was kind of it was just it was i was feeling anxious and this has nothing to do with who i'm with it's literally a me thing so i woke up and i knew that i had two full days left and two full days of being hella fucking social and active so i was like okay i i need a morning i need a morning i woke up i got dressed excused myself and i went to a little coffee shop alone with my journal my podcast playing i got a coffee i think i got like three coffees it was they were really fucking good and i filled up my cup you know and it doesn't have to make sense to anybody else it doesn't matter as long as it makes you feel good and it makes you show up in a way that you feel happy then that's what matters okay heartbroken af during the holidays and zero desire to celebrate so when i was thinking about this i realized i think there are two things happening here okay you're heartbroken and then the holidays are also happening and i would try to separate both situations even though i know the holiday season as a whole is going to totally amplify your feelings right now your heartbroken feelings but if you were my best friend this is what i would kind of remind you of i would tell you that these feelings are temporary and every single day it will get better even when it feels like it's not i would encourage you to listen to my heartbroken episodes please so we can start that healing journey okay they're actually really good episodes and there's just so much that i could say right now and i don't want to make this really long so definitely listen to those if you are feeling heartbroken okay i will link them in the show notes for you i'll make it really easy okay also just remind yourself like this holiday season it's gonna go by it's it's i keep saying it's temporary but i swear like sometimes you just have to tell yourself like this moment is going to be over before i know it okay set clear boundaries on things that you want and don't want to partake in and be honestly like ruthless about it i want you to like tap into yourself and be self-aware enough to know like okay can i go to this event will it be will it help me like will it push me out of my shell a little bit 
Will I be able to have moments of joy? Will I just be miserable? Like really, really be intentional about your time. I also recommend like telling your friends or whoever you're you're going to be around if you trust them and feel safe with them. Like tell them, I remember when I was feeling this way the last time, like some nights, that's all I wanted to talk about. Some nights I didn't want to fucking hear his name. So tell the people around you like what you need. Let them know where you're at. And I just think like leaning on people and leaning on your family, leaning on anybody that you trust and feel safe with in these moments is so important. I also just want to flip this on its head and tell you like, you know, yes, it sucks that this is happening during the holiday season, but honestly, also, I don't know your situation, but you're also going to be around family, which to me is like a really comforting thing and you're not going to be alone i don't know i think it's also like a moment to just sit and process whatever is happening and start that healing process and then jump back into your routine that's just one way to look at it you know i look back on last year and so for anybody who's new here i was seeing the sky and on december 30th of last year i got a call that basically just like ended everything because i realized he was hella cheating on me i was heartbroken like i was really fucking upset and it was a day before new year's and i was just like i what like this timing i actually loved the timing because i was like you know what you are fucking staying in 2021 motherfucker you're not coming into my next year anyway i look back on this moment and how upset i was like i was so sad all of new year's eve and like i was just so sad for so many weeks and i want to shake myself and be like bitch he was not fucking worth it and i know that if i knew what i know now i wouldn't have acted that way i get it but still i wish i could just say to myself like you're gonna feel dumb for letting this dictate these special moments in your life because it it it, it took a toll on my new year's and it took a ter- toll on my birthday which was just like two weeks after and i regret letting him have that power do you know what i'm saying so anyway i asked Kristen what she would say to somebody who was heartbroken during the holidays and she gave me a lot of wisdom a bit of what i've mentioned above but i love the way she worded this part so i'm going to read to you word for word what she said take a time to be still with yourself and recognize that similar to everything else in life this too shall pass heartbreak can be a detriment or it can motivate you you are now able to make all decisions moving forward to best protect yourself and not be worried about somebody else don't use the sadness and the weight of the holidays against you use it to be optimistic and look at where you are now and where you can be next year heartbreak is temporary your relationship with yourself is forever sadness is amplified during the holidays it's inevitable but never let it consume you you can mourn the life you had and the person you are no longer with but constantly remind yourself that what's meant to be will be and if this holiday season is harder than you've ever experienced you're equipped to handle you're equipped to handle it and you'll look back a week a month a year later and appreciate your efforts i just loved how she said everything i feel like she said everything i wanted to say but like in two perfect fucking paragraphs but i think the best thing we can do is take things one day at a time and give yourself whatever you need on a given day to just get through that day okay so i just want to wrap up this holiday talk while saying it's okay if your holiday season is looking different than you thought it would it's okay if you aren't as excited as you wanted to be or on the flip side if you found more joy than you thought you would have that makes me really happy it's also okay if you've been incredibly overwhelmed and busy it's an overwhelmingly busy time 
I just want to remind you that these moments we get to spend with our loved ones, whatever that might look like for you, they really are so precious. They are temporary and they don't happen often, especially as we get older. So I encourage you to try and look past all the imperfections and just take whatever goodness you can of the situation. No one is having the perfect Christmas the way that you're imagining it in your head. And if they are, that's great. It's really, it's really none of your business. Every day is not going to be great this holiday season, but there can be something great in every single day, even if it's one small thing, okay? So try to look for that if you're struggling. Look for that one great thing in every single day. And I want you to show yourself love, show love to others, and remember what this season is truly about and to me it's about i mean it's about sharing it's about having those special moments with people that you love don't let all this other bullshit all this other glitz and glam don't let all this other bullshit get to you okay and with that we're done with today's episode i hope you enjoyed tell me what hit tell me what you needed i know my voice is a little bit off this episode I feel like I'm getting sick. Always happens to me after I go out too hard. (laughs) Um, Also, I want to say, if you feel lonely or extra lonely during the holidays, please DM me. I'm here for you, and I mean that. And it might take me a second to get back to you, but I mean that, okay? Love you guys, and I will see you next week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.